Hey guys, it's Rob coming at you with a, another video and podcast episode today. Today, I'm not going to talk too much about current events. Uh, I think we all realize what's happening with mortgage rate increases. Uh, today, I want to focus more on how you can get through any period of economics, whether it's a strong period or whether it's a recession period like we may be going into now. The main way to get through this is a concept of time management and focus. And I really started to grasp this idea of time management after I started reading the book, The One Thing, by Gary Keller, who's actually the founder of Keller Williams. Uh, he was one of the original partners. He ended up buying out his partner. Now he's the sole owner of Keller Williams Realty, which, if you don't know, I was with Keller Williams Santa Monica, the largest office they have in the world. Um, they had over, I think, 600 agents while I was there. Uh, ended up getting on the executive committee there. So I really spent six years in Santa Monica learning the Keller Williams systems. And it really all stemmed from his actual original book uh, that kind of blew up that brokerage brand, which is based in Austin, Texas and made that franchise really expand to be the number one, I think maybe it's number one or two franchise now in the world in terms of how many agents they have. And mainly it's because of their training programs. But the book, The One Thing, was actually one of his uh, more recent books. His original book, The Millionaire Real Estate Agent, or The Million Dollar Agent, was really what opened my eyes to the real estate market. At that time, I was still cooking. I was in the food and beverage industry. I was actually doing marketing for the beverage distributor in Las Vegas at the time called Wurtz Beverage. Now it's Breakthrough Beverage. And at that time, I was actually not only in charge of marketing for all Nevada, I helped build an e-commerce platform there. So restaurant managers and stores could place their orders online and I helped really onboard um, a lot of their clients onto this e-commerce site. Before that, they had people either calling in their orders or a sales rep would physically walk in, which they still have today, but we kind of took that and really uh, turned them into the digital space, which turned into me marketing for events and then eventually using my food and beverage skills of culinary arts, if you don't know, I went to the Culinary Institute of America, and that's really my formal background before business school at UNLV. But I turned that into a job where I was then making the beverage programs for many of the casinos in Las Vegas and different restaurants and bars. For example, we helped draft and create many of the recipes at the Cosmopolitan uh, Hotel that when it first opened, we helped train the, that staff at Aria many of the restaurants and large casinos in Las Vegas. But when I was in Las Vegas, I started purchasing real estate on my own. I bought my first house when I was 22. And I used an FHA loan at that time. And I was actually still an intern at this uh, alcohol distributing company, this beverage distributor. At that time, I only had to put down about $5,000. And I purchased a home. It was in 20... 11. So this was really at the bottom of the market after the 2008 crash. Keep in mind, my parents moved to Las Vegas in 2008, and they purchased the property at the height of the market. And they ended up having to short sell that house 
because uh, my dad had to change jobs because that company got sold. They ended up short selling the house for three hundred and fifty thousand, where they bought it at seven fifty, and that's really what opened my eyes to saying, "Hey, how could this happen just within two or three year period?" So when I purchased my house, I ended up doing an FHA loan, put five thousand dollars down, and I sold it about three or four years later when I decided to move to California and pursue real estate full-time after my technology company Clink fell apart, which that's a whole story for a different day on how I raised money for that company. Um, we developed apps that allowed you to buy and sell drinks. That was the whole point was I wanted to create a social network for bars and restaurants so I could send a girl a drink at the bar message her through the app and start to know and then see which bars have the most people get to interact uh, and get to know people in a different way and actually started taking off we had 115 venues on board and then a partner ended up stealing some money which then made our investor uh, not want to continue to fund the project even though our revenue was just starting out um, and we had a lot of good growth so that's a whole other episode but all those things that happened and selling that house, I ended up making, what, a 800% increase on my initial 5000 investment in three years because I leveraged that money using an FHA loan, which only required 5% down. All these stories in my career and my journey were based off this idea of focus on the most important task, which is what that book, The One Thing, is all about. The One Thing talks about eliminating the clutter that multitasking is a myth and that's something I really didn't grasp until later on when I really got into real estate and I learned the idea of time blocking the idea of time blocking is taking a chunk of time in your calendar and focusing on your most important task during that time period that means avoiding any emails avoiding returning calls and text messages, avoiding distractions in your office place, closing your door, shutting everything else off, and just focusing on that task. And to do that, first you need to figure out what your most important task is. I'm working on a course right now on my personal website, uh, robertjcrawford.com. I'll leave a link below that is just on time management because I really think that is the core skill you need to master before anything else. So if you don't know how to manage your time effectively, how can you build an effective business? How can you get that promotion that you're going for? How can you pass that test in school? Everything comes down to how you manage your time. And I realize that people that really don't see the success that they want is because they don't know how to properly manage their time and to focus on the most important task that book the one thing really opened my eye up to eliminating and focusing on the main most important task so if you're a real estate agent your most important task is signing listing contracts signing a buyer agreement signing a purchase agreement and closing a deal because at the end of the day the only thing that gets you paid is when that deal closes that escrow closes and now someone has given you a check for that commission that is the most important thing but 
there's an idea of lead goals and lag goals. So when you're trying to formulate what your most important task is, it's important to figure out what a lead goal is and a lag goal is. For example, a lag goal happens after that initial action. It's the result you're looking for. But without the lead goal, which is the initial action, you can't get to the lag goal. So in real estate, the lag goal is closing a commission, getting the check in hand, going to the bank and depositing it. That is the lag goal. That's the main goal you're trying to achieve. That's what pays your bills. But the lead goal would be the actions that you can control to equal the lag goal. In real estate, that is prospecting, which means talking to potential clients. Now, this is almost like a funnel system when it comes to lead and lag goals in this term prospecting. So in real estate, you would start by having as many conversations with potential buyers and sellers as possible. Then you qualify those potential leads. Does that client have a property? Do they want to sell that property? If not, maybe they're not qualified right now. Is that client wanting to purchase a property? Maybe they do. Do they have the finances in place or pre-approval with the lender to actually be able to afford a property and write an offer on one? If not, they're not qualified. So you have to start at the top. And that lead goal that I tell all of my agents and myself is how many conversations about buying or selling real estate are you having? So my personal goal is a minimum of 10 conversations a day. Now, this doesn't mean I call someone, they hang up on me. That's not a conversation. A conversation would be, I ask them specifically, do you have any interest in buying or selling real estate in the near future? And if they say yes, great. Now I've spoken to a potential lead and I can move on to the qualifying step. Now, if I take this lead goal and I look at it at a small piece of time, and I time block and focus only on having those 10 conversations. In one day, I may not see any results. I'm almost guaranteed that I won't see a result. I'm not gonna call someone up, talk to them for the first time about real estate today, and expect to get a check later this afternoon. Now, very rare situations would that happen. Maybe it's a very motivated seller, you can do an all cash deal and they need to get money right now and you can put it all together. Even then, you're still just gonna get a signed agreement and then you'll go through the due diligence and escrow process to get to your lag goal of closing. So, understanding when it comes to time management, the importance of lead goals versus lag goals. Now, if I combine my lead goals and do it consistently over time, and I do this five days a week per se, if I have 10 conversations a day, I have 50 a week. And I know by doing this for a long time, and I track all of our numbers, that for every 100 contacts I have, I'm gonna get about five really good leads out of that, that can turn into potential deals within the next three to six months. So what does that mean? 
That means I either need to do my goal of 10 contacts a day for a two-week period of five days per week to hit 100 contacts, which will then lead to my qualified lead goal of five on average. And those five will eventually convert about 50% of the time to a signed contract. And then about half of those contracts will convert to my closed deal. So what I know is for every 100 contacts I have, my lead goal, my lag goal is one to three closed deals. So if I prospect 10 a day, and I do that for two weeks, and I do that consistently, that means I should be closing one to three deals every two weeks if it's done consistently. Now, the main thing is you do it with focus because you can waste your time too. You can dial a thousand numbers, and usually it takes about a hundred dials to get 10 contacts. We built a line, a six line dialer in our system, and we do surveying with that. And if you're an agent, we offer that, or actually anyone can use our CRM system and pay to use that dialer. It's probably the most powerful dialer out there. But that's the difference between my lead goals and my lag goals. So without focus, though, I can't accomplish any of those goals. So the key with time management is time blocking and focusing. So time blocking means literally marking your calendar. Okay, from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m., I am only going to do my prospecting calls. And usually we want to do it actually for about two to three hours a day to really gear up your prospecting. Um, so we want to block out that time. Now it doesn't have to be a whole chunk. You can break it up and let's say, okay, I'm really going to focus for 30 minutes and then I'm going to take a five minute break and then I'm going to focus for another 30 minutes. But when you're time blocking and focusing, you have to eliminate all distractions, which means turn off your phone unless you're using it just to make the calls. Do not answer text messages. Do not answer emails that come in. Do not browse social media. Do not read something else while you're doing this. Do not allow someone else to enter your office and distract you with different questions. All of the other items that you need to take care of within your day. Maybe it's picking up your kids, groceries, cooking dinner, um, taking care of your spouse, taking care of other client needs, taking care of other deals that may have issues that come up that you need to resolve, writing contracts. That all needs to be pushed aside. And you need to time block and focus. What a lot of people do is they will close their office door, even put a note on the front of their office of do not disturb, and just for that time period, focus on that one task. This can be applied to things throughout your life. If you're trying to improve your physical health, time block 30 minutes to an hour for the gym. Don't focus on anything else except the gym routine that will give you the highest impact. If you wanna know what the highest impact is for your time, read The 4-Hour Body um, it's a great book that really goes into how high intensity workouts in a short period of time 
actually give you the greatest results compared to someone that spends, let's say, three hours just running. They may not get the body that they're looking for and build that muscle mass by spending extra time if you're not doing the proper task. So you first need to discover what the most highest value task you can do to achieve your goal is. That is referred to as the lead goal. Set a goal on how you're going to measure the performance. Once you have that, time block and focus only on that lead goal task. And I guarantee if you do this consistently over time, you can achieve any goal that you set your mind to. If you like these tips and you want to learn more, or if you want me to help you improve your time management skills, improve your business, and help you achieve my mission, which is helping you achieve financial freedom and growing your wealth, you can learn more on my website below. And I ask you to please comment below this video of any questions you have, what things frustrate you, where are you getting stuck in your time management, and what are your time wasters? Time wasters are those distractions. How can you eliminate them? Maybe you can't stop checking Instagram or your social media posts. There's apps that will allow you to literally Put on a time blocker where you can't access those on your device. There are tips and techniques that you can use. I talk about a lot of these in my time management course that will be launching soon. And if you can understand the importance of time management, you will be able to increase whatever business or job you're doing right now. Maybe you're an electrician. If you can time block your jobs, and learn how to prospect to grow more business, ask for referrals, and time block these key tasks in, you can grow your own business twofold, tenfold, and really see the results. Now, we're not going to talk about other aspects of business scaling and all that right now, but this to me is the core skill that if you can learn how to time block and focus on your most important tasks, you will achieve the results that you want.